our gut's bacteria influences brain health. Our intestines contain millions of bacteria, known as microbiota, which secrete compounds and play a key role in keeping us healthy. These bacteria don't just affect the health of our digestive system, they can influence organs as far away as the brain. Dr. Francesca Ronchi at Charité Universitats Medicine in Berlin is determining the role of the microbiota in the prevention and development of neurological disorders. Within the mammalian gut, there are over a million microbial cells per gram, made up of hundreds of different bacterial species as well as viruses, yeasts and fungi. This is known as the gut microbiota. It begins to develop from birth and is influenced by different environmental and lifestyle factors throughout life. The gut microbiota plays a vital role in keeping us healthy and is involved in digestion, vitamin synthesis, immune system development and protection from pathogens. The human gut microbiota develops rapidly for the first two to five years of life. This period is also critical for the growth and development of other organs and the immune system. Experiments in mice have illustrated the importance of the intestinal microbiota for the healthy development of the brain and nervous system. For example, mice bred to be germ-free show neurological problems such as impaired social behaviour and altered stress reactions. If newborn germ-free mice are given a healthy microbiota, however, they show improved brain development and improved behaviour. The link between the nervous system, the intestine and the microbiota is known as the gut-brain axis. It is a complex bidirectional communication system between the intestine and the central nervous system, involving the nervous and immune systems, along with the microbiota and the compounds they produce. In recent years, multiple groups of scientists and clinicians have found strong associations between changes in the gut microbiota, known as dysbiosis, and disease. These can be diseases of the gut, such as irritable bowel syndrome, as well as diseases affecting organs not physically close to the gut. Dr. Francesca Ronchi leads a team of scientists, including Adriana Ruch and Johan B. Canto, researching gut microbiota at Charité Universitats Medicine in Berlin, Germany. They study how different species of bacteria can produce chemicals and compounds, which can influence the central nervous system. These can include neurotransmitters as well as small molecules, known as metabolites, produced by bacteria breaking down food in the gut, which can bind to cells in the nervous system influencing inflammation. Numerous studies have shown that the composition of the gut microbiota differs significantly between people affected by neurodegenerative and psychiatric disorders and healthy individuals. However, it is not yet known if this dysbiosis is the cause or the consequence of illness. In the autoimmune and neurodegenerative condition, MS, symptoms include loss of coordination and sensory impairments. With sporadic periods of recovery, the microbiota differs between MS patients and healthy individuals. And interestingly, MS patients in remission have a microbiota closer to healthy people than those with symptom relapse. Studies have confirmed the influence bacteria have on MS symptoms, with MS patients treated with antibiotics showing a reduced rate of relapse. In another study, MS patients who had received a healthy microbiota transplant showed an improvement in symptoms. 
Another team found that the metabolites from the digestion of tryptophan, an amino acid found in foods such as milk and tuna, by the gut microbiota, reduce inflammation in the central nervous system and have been associated with improved MS symptoms, again highlighting the influence the gut microbiota plays, as well as suggesting the mechanism for this. As we can see, the role of microbes in neurological disorders is important but unfortunately not yet clearly understood. To take this avenue of work forward, Dr. Ronke, Dr. Basso and colleagues then conducted a laboratory study to investigate the mechanisms of a commonly used mouse model of MS. Experimental Autoimmune Encephalomyelitis, EAE, is a well-established mouse model of MS allowing scientists to learn more about MS and its development, as well as the design of diagnostics and treatments. Previous studies have found that injecting the pertussis toxin from the bacteria which cause whooping cough, at the same time as the proteins needed to trigger EAE, improves the efficacy of EAE induction, as well as the promotion of other autoimmune disease models. Despite its efficacy and wide use, it is not yet understood how the pertussis toxin causes these effects. Dr. Ronke, Dr. Basso and colleagues found that the toxin promotes the development of highly inflammatory white blood cells in the lymph nodes. These cells express a pro-inflammatory pathway, the inflammasome pathway, which may explain its capacity to cause inflammatory diseases in a range of different tissues. These cells may also enhance the generation of other pathogenic immune cells in the brain and reduce the efficacy of the blood-brain barrier. This study is one of the first to investigate how using this toxin works to induce EAE in mice and is a building point for future research in the field. Better animal models lead to a better understanding of diseases, which in turn lead to better diagnostic, prevention and treatment options. The inflammasome is a signaling pathway activated in response to pathogens or danger signals, and it has been shown to play a role in the development of neurological disorders such as multiple sclerosis, MS, and Alzheimer's disease, AD. Dr. Ronke and her team now speculate that the presence of specific bacteria and their metabolites and products in the gut microbiome may overactivate the inflammasome in the gut and the brain, leading to neurological conditions. In terms of the neurodegenerative disease AD, mice with and without AD show clear differences in the microbiota and significant changes in amino acid metabolism. Mice with AD also show reduced levels of short-chain fatty acids. This suggests that different types and amounts of metabolites are produced in the gut and that these products can be associated with the development of AD. One study found a toxin called gingipanes produced by the bacteria which causes chronic periodontitis in the brains of AD patients but not in the brains of patients with no history of neurological disease. This demonstrates that bacterial molecules can play a role in disease progression. Moreover, for neuropsychiatric disorders such as anxiety, depression and schizophrenia, it has been suggested that some bacteria, particularly those that produce the metabolite butyrate, are associated with a high quality of life. Some commensal bacteria can also produce a dopamine metabolite that is associated with good mental health. Finally, patients affected by schizophrenia have a different and much less diverse microbiota than healthy individuals.
again suggesting a link between the microbiota and molecules they synthesize and neurological health. Dr. Ronke's review demonstrates how some bacterial species can influence the human gut-brain axis and how the production of metabolites and small molecules may be key to this. As well as showing what we do know about this phenomenon, it also highlights the huge amount we still don't know, such as the exact mechanisms and the potential for types of metabolites yet to be discovered. The team believes that clinical trials are now needed to better understand the relationships between the gut microbiota and specific diseases, as well as the potential for microbial interventions such as probiotics, prebiotics and microbial transplants as treatments for these diseases. This SciPod is a summary of the papers, The Gut-Brain Axis, How Microbiota and Host Inflammasome Influence Brain Physiology and Pathology. From Frontiers in Immunology, DOI, HTTPS, colon, forward slash, forward slash, doi.org, forward slash, one zero, dot, double three, eight nine, forward slash, FIMMU, dot, two zero, two zero, dot, six zero, four one, seven nine, and Experimental Priming of Encephalitogenic, TH1, TH17 cells requires pertussis toxin-driven IL-1B production by myeloid cells from Nature Communications, DOI, HTTPS, colon, forward slash, forward slash, doi.org, forward slash, one zero, dot one zero, three eight, forward slash, NCOMMS, one one, five four one. For further information, you can visit http colon forward slash forward slash chaarite dash microbiologie dot de forward slash ronchi dash lab or connect with Francesca Ronchi at francesca dot R-O-N-C-H-I at C-H-A-R-I-T-E dot D-E.